Hey guys, this episode is brought to you by It's Untamed Beauty. What is It's Untamed Beauty? It is a lifestyle. It is about sexuality, self-love, self-care, good vibes, energy cleansing. That is everything in one place. You got waist beads, crystals, sage, everything to just make positive stuff happen. So go to itsuntamedbeauty.com. Use Coco 10 to receive 10% off of your entire order. And I love my waist beads. I love being able to live in a positive space because I use my sage and crystals to, you know, manifest the things I want in my life. So go ahead, Coco 10, it's untamedbeauty.com. Hey, what's up, guys? This is your girl, Coco, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Kiki and with Coco. If you are new to the show, let me just give you a quick rundown of what the show is about. Basically, it's about life in general with an emphasis on relationships. I have my friends come on the show, and we kiki about whatever the topic of the day is, and basically just have a good time it's like you having a kiki session with your girls or you know if you hanging with the guys y'all having some drinks a beer or whatever it's just good conversation um so today i have with me my home girl ariel ariel you want to go ahead and introduce yourself i'm ariel a lot of people know me by ari um I currently work for Verizon where I live, but I also have a clothing boutique called Her Fashion Co. I'm on Instagram. If you guys, women and men, you may want to shop for your girls. So follow us at Her Fashion Co. And fashion is spelled F-A-S-H-Y-N. Okay. So I would definitely say check her out. She has a lot of dope clothes on her website. I know I've ordered something from her. I haven't gotten the opportunity to wear it yet because I ain't been able to go nowhere. But (laughs) hopefully soon, maybe next month, I'll be able to, you know, showcase what I bought. Um, Definitely looking forward to that. Um, So... The reason Aria is here is because, you know, one of my biggest things is self-love. I think that a lot of us um, don't, I'm not going to say we don't love ourselves, but I think it's not something that we necessarily focus on. But, and it's definitely a journey. You just don't wake up one day and be like, I love myself. I'm going to make all the right decisions. I'm not going to be in this toxic relationship. You know what I'm saying? So that's what today's episode is. And so normally we kick off with a drink with cocoa. And today's drink with cocoa is a Long Island iced tea. It's a classic. Um, I think when I, I mostly drink a Long Island iced tea when I'm at like a work function and I want to get a, a good buzz going fresh out the gate, I'll order one of those. So I'll be sure to put the ingredients in the show description for you guys. I know Ariel doesn't have a drink because she's not really a drinker. 
Um, but that's cool too, you know. <laughs> Everybody got their vices. I mean, you know, water always helps the body, you know. This is true. This is true. Um, and so now we're gonna move on into the word on the street. And um basically I think a lot of y'all are familiar with who Megan Thee Stallion is. She has definitely, I think, popped up on the scene within this past year and just, you know, been rocking it out for college girls, making it cool to still be in school, making it cool to party and have a good time. Um, and she's best definitely begin, been getting some notoriety, you know, amongst the who's who in the celebrity world. Um, I know she did the song with Beyonce, which I love. That was big. Mm-hmm. She had the song with Nicki Minaj. Not necessarily a fan of Nicki, but you know what I'm saying? It was a good song. So I think it was a good collab. It goes. I think Beyonce was bigger because they're both from Houston. So that was more so monumental seeing a new artist collab with, you know, somebody that's been in a game for years. Yeah. Like everybody, I th- like honestly, for people who don't love Beyonce, I don't understand why they couldn't. Um, you in Houston, so I'm pretty sure they stand pretty hard for her. <laughs> so I'm not gonna say that I'm not a Beyonce fan. Beehive, do not kill me, okay? Do not attack me. <laughs> I do like Beyonce as an artist and an entertainer. I really can't say that I'm a fan of just anybody, but I like what Beyonce stands for as far as I definitely know she's a great entertainer. I mean, over the years, people try to say stuff about her vocals, this, that, and the other, but she is a full-on entertainer. I can say that. Facts. Definitely. She is that. But this ain't about Beyonce this week. This is about Meg Thee Stallion. And basically, if you you guys haven't heard, Meg was recently had to have surgery on her foot because she got shot last weekend, um, allegedly by Tory Lanez. And so, as I mentioned, she's basically been hanging out with all the popular celebrities recently. Um, And so this weekend, she was at a pool party with Kylie Jenner and... Tory Lanez, which she been hanging out a lot with him during COVID. And from what I read, she was, it was weird because they said she was trying to leave the party, but then he was the one in the car and she didn't have no clothes on. So I don't, of course, I, I believe she had like, you know, bikini on. A swimsuit, but yeah, she had no real clothes on, yeah. And, um... Some, they got into some type of altercation and she ended up getting shot. Um, it has not been confirmed yet that he was the shooter, but he is the primary suspect in the situation. He was arrested uh, for, he was arrested, I guess, pulled over and arrested. and um, For having they, a gun, right? Yeah, for having a gun. Yeah. So... I think that just goes to show you, like, I mean, my grandma used to always tell me everybody ain't your friend, you know, so. My grandma definitely has said that a few times. Everybody (laughs) is not your friend. Exactly. And so I think is, I think when you have that new celebrity, everybody want to, you know, get in on what's new. 
And I mean, I don't. And know. I think that's Hollywood in general. Honestly, one, I feel like as celebrities, you gonna when you start hanging and mixing with Hollywood's elite, I feel like just there's a lot of things that go on. You hear about a lot of artists, actresses, actors. There's been a lot that has happened in California in Hollywood. So I feel like that's a part of Hollywood. There's, it's a lot of fast lifestyles. There's a lot of, you know, different personalities from everywhere. Like you said, Meg's from Houston. Tory Lanez is from where Tory Lanez is from. It's just, it's a lot. So when there's a lot going on, something's bound to happen. That's just the arts of physics, I believe. Like when there's just too much going on in one vicinity, it's just only so much that people can keep under wraps. So I think that Meg, you know, deserves her privacy. Because it's also, it's been memes. Of course, we make memes out of everything. So, you know, and she's she's like, look, y'all, this is serious. So it's like, I do. But at the same time, it's only so much privacy you can ask as well, being in the limelight, being in Hollywood, and hanging around people who are in the limelight. Exactly. Um, I definitely think she is due her privacy during this time and that she can heal up because I know having surgery um, is not something you go into lightly. You know, it's a very scary feeling to be hospitalized and have surgery, but to be there because of a traumatic experience is definitely um a bad feeling so I definitely hope that she gets some privacy but whoever was the individual who shot her I hope they are held responsible for their actions um and if it was Tory Lanez I mean that sucks because then I also feel that that just goes back into the thought process of you know black black women being the most unprotected person in this world um and that black men don't protect us enough. I, I feel like too often we hear in the media about girls getting killed because of, you know, men men just being crazy. Like I think I saw on, so we get a, a lot of our news or whatever from social media. And I recently saw on, online that a girl got killed maybe within the past couple days she got killed by her boyfriend basically because she didn't want to be with him anymore and where was this at um girl I have to find it but I definitely posted on you know my Instagram so that everybody can see it but I think it's sad that you tell somebody you don't want to be with them for whatever the reason is and you so engrossed in this person that you feel like you have to kill them. Like you don't want nobody else to have them if you can't. And I think it's unfortunate. I feel like we've all dealt with heartbreak before. And I think that's so unfortunate because it's just sad that some people can't say no. Like, and it's not even a no because they were in a relationship. But as far as being in a relationship, if somebody just continues to hurt you, continues to do things that are not of that relationship, then of course, at that point, we don't need to be together. That's, that should be a mutual decision, not something that a woman should have to be killed over or anybody should have to be killed over. Even if it's a man, a man should be able to say, hey, I don't want you no more and he not be vandalized or you know something vindictive done to him. I just feel like as a people, we also have to be accountable of who, who we're with. 
we have to know the people that we're with because if you see signs and you could tell, okay, this person's kind of controlling. Okay, say something. Hey, you know, this ain't cool. I, th I think you're doing too much right now. And it's like a lot of people don't say that. They don't say what the actual issue is. They just continue going with that relationship because they love that person. If you love that person, acknowledge their flawed traits and try to work on them. And if you see that they're not worked on them, get them help. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I, in the Meg the Stallion and Tory Lane situation, um, it's unfortunate if it was him that did it. And if it was, like I said, I hope he's held accountable for his actions. I feel like even celebrities need to be held accountable regardless of who you are, police, celebrity. And you're still a person, so you should still be able to be protected it doesn't matter you know you still should be protected regardless of your what you do that that gives nobody the reason to feel like they can harm you and it's just okay exactly and then um you know on a lighter note i know <laughs> that i have talked about august alcina and jada pinkett smith the past couple episodes you know, and I, I just feel like they just keep coming with stuff week after week. And hopefully this is the last week that they, you know, bring up some foolishness. But August Alcina recently, last night, uh, put out a song called Entanglement. And, you know, talking about his, singing about his situation with Jada. So yeah, I want to play the song. <laughs> I definitely feel like he is trying to um he's trying to come up off of it period he's trying to to make a publicity stunt he has a good publicist mm -hmm. at the end of the day okay it was it was already uh, people didn't believe him nobody believed that you know he had this thing with jada and some people did believe it and they were like jada why are you denying him but then at the end of the day when it came out she read table talked it okay we put it out her and her husband have discussed this. So now you're just dragging a dead horse. You done made a whole song. The song should have been made before she even did the Red Table Talk. Right. The song should have been on the album. And that should have been the reason that you even brought up her name in the conversation. You know what That I mean? would have been an even better publicist had that happened. Because then it would have been like, oh, this song. Okay, Jada, girl, he's very personal here. What you mm -hmm. going to come back with? Speak on it. Speak on it, girl. But um, so I think. It, it was, if this is what he wanted to do, he should have definitely uh, went about it a different way. You know what I'm saying? Um, because he just looked crazy now. For sure. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, personally, I like the beat. Um, but I think most of his songs just sound the same anyway. But that's just my opinion. Um, but I definitely think he needs to let it go. That was, of course, apparently it was a moment of significance for him, but, you know, JD even said, like, you stopped talking to her, so let it go. Definitely think he needs to let it go. It's like a grown man just crying for attention, and it's kind of like people are like, oh, I feel so bad for him, and it's like, how we grown? Don't nobody feel bad? when regular people get cheated on and do stuff. So I'm not understanding. I mean, and don't get me wrong, people do feel bad. But this August thing is kind of like, okay, again, it's beating a dead horse. Like, 
everybody's tired of hearing about it. Okay, you and Jada had something. What else? She's with her husband now. It's nothing else now. So mm-hmm. what do you want? I feel like that is I feel like that is definitely something he could have he should have just kept to himself and it just been like um dragged. Yeah. Like you should have just kept the whole thing to yourself. Not necessarily for the sake of protecting Jada's relationship, because I feel like Will and Jada. Yeah, Jada, is, Jada is a bad chick, okay? Her and Will is not worried about August. August is worried about August, and that's the sad part. Exactly. Jada, she wouldn't have brought herself to the red table if she was, you know, worried about what society thinks. I don't think their whole family, you know, really cares about what we think, because... My grandma always said, people who don't pay your bills can't have something to say about what you do. So I think that's what Jada and Will really was focused on. Like, look, y'all, we're going to be rich regardless. You know, we we doing this for y'all. This ain't for us because whatever happened, they've already healed from and got through. So now mm-hmm. it's just us that's reaping the, we want to know what happened because we know. Exactly. Because I would definitely say I was sure waiting on that bread table talk. just Because I just wanted to hear her say, like, you know, validate what his claim was since he put it out there. But, um, and then after she did, it was like, okay, she said she did it. I think after Jada said what she said, nobody else really like, okay, August, you're, you're killing a dead horse at this point. Yeah. Like August, we clearly see you trying to make money off of this situation. Um, trying to revive your career. Cause you've been going through so much over the past couple years. Um, so I guess if this is how you get into your bag, it's unfortunate that you had to go about it this way. I think your documentary that you did, the interview with Angela Yee, was enough to bring up, you know, bring your career back to life. But, you know, this is how you decided to go about it. His you- career should have been based on his career, not a scandal. Exactly. Um, and so you should feel a way about how you went about doing this. Like you literally tried to drag another black, you tried to drag a black woman into some, something that didn't even need to be brought up. You know, what y'all had was between y'all and should have been left at that. Yep. Yep. So I hope after, after this week, I hope I don't have no more to say about Jada and August, um because i'm i'm over him you know i listen to his album i think it's good but like i said i feel like a lot of his work sounds the same but i definitely hope that he just let this go you know let this song be his last little hoorah yeah hoorah to what him and jada had and that's going to wrap it up for the word on the street so we're going to take a quick break real fast, and then we're going to come back and do the hot cup of cocoa. Hey, guys, this is Coco. If you're anything like me, taking care of your hair is very important. I recently started using a new hair care line called 312 Essentials. It is plant-based. There are no harsh chemicals, and it stimulates growth. And as I mentioned, I just started using it, but... It brought so much moisture back into my hair. My curls were popping after I used the Moisture Plus Shampoo and Conditioner plus the Healthy Hair Oil. 
Go check out 312essentials.com and use promo code SHOP312 and get 20% off of your first order. This is not something you want to sleep on. So go ahead, check it out, and do something nice for your hair. What's up, guys? We're back, and now we're going to get into the hot cup of cocoa. And as I mentioned previously, and I feel like I've talked about this a couple times on the show, but I think self-love is important. And the reason Arielle is here is because I definitely feel like she embodies self-love and she exhibits the confidence of a boss chick, you know, doing what she need to do for her making it happen for her and her family. And so I thought it would be good to have someone on the show that I think outside of myself and, you know, other people that I've had on the show talk about this topic. And so, um, Ariel, you want to go ahead and start it off and just, you know, tell us what you think self-love is and what that means to you. Oh, girl. So I'm going to be honest. I am 28 years old and I, so a lot of times, you know, people say you look better than what you went through. I would definitely say that that is, you know, when other people tell me how they view me or, you know, what they see, it's always like a reminder and a reality check from what I actually go through and think of myself to what other people see. It's like, it's a daily, you know, get up, start functioning. Cause I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I have, I'm not the most secure. I have suffered with insecurities for years from teenage years, all the way up to 28, still to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, I was insecure about my boobs. You know, after I had a child, I was insecure about just certain things. And especially with, we mentioned this earlier about black men and how they don't really, you know, show black women and protect black women like they're supposed to. Black men and them saying certain things about black women also build insecurities. Does that mean that, oh, you're not a beautiful black woman because you don't look like what this black man likes? And I had to learn that that's not true. Just because you're not somebody's preference does not mean that you're not beautiful in your own right. Because there are a lot of black men, men like 50 Cent, who say, oh, I like exotic women. That, for some young girls, they'll take that and be like, oh... I don't look exotic enough. When they think of exotic, they think of, and we're going to keep it real, biracial, mixed cultured women. When I think about exotic, I think about beautiful Ethiopian women in Africa. I think about beautiful black women who have exotic features to me. There There are black women with beautiful eyes, beautiful lips, noses. Like, I feel like, the standard of beauty is what makes young girls have insecurities. I have a 17-year-old sister who I always have to remind her how beautiful she is because she looks on Instagram and there's a different level of beauty. Even with Instagram models, there's a different level of beauty. Even as a grown woman, I know other grown women who suffer with this same thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't have enough of this or I don't look like that. Again, I was insecure about my boobs. So I feel like One, social media has taken that to a different level. But for me, I literally just try to wake up every day, find the positivity and push that. It's not always easy. Some days I wake up and I just be like, you know what? (laughs) Just not in the mood today. And when I say I'm not in the mood, it just seems like that whole day be not in the mood. It just be like one thing after another. But then when I change the, 
tone. It could be five o'clock in the afternoon by the time I figure out, okay, you're pushing this negativity. So we're going to have to change this around. I just take a deep breath. And it doesn't mean all my troubles and worries go away. No, it just means at that moment, I change the narrative. I do something to make me happy. Stuff that makes me happy is taking myself out to eat or sitting down and getting something accomplished or going shopping, something. And I'm not saying shopping like, oh, you got to blow bands. I'm saying like I could go to PacSun and get a cute shirt and feel accomplished for that day or feel a little bit better about what I got going on. Mm-hmm. I have found things about myself that I appreciate. That's another thing. Like looking in the mirror when I'm not the prettiest, like I used to not go without wearing mink lashes. Like you would never catch me without mink lashes. Cause when I wake up, I just felt like I was lit. Mm-hmm. So then when I started not wearing lashes, I was like, Oh my God, I'm ugly. Like I look dead. So even when somebody else would give me a comment, compliment and be like, Oh, you look beautiful. I'd be like, no, I don't. Or really? I look ugly. And I noticed I did that even with men. Like I could be hanging out with somebody and he'd be like, Oh, you're very beautiful. And I'd be like, these eyebrows though and it's like I'm pointing out flaws that this person didn't even notice until after I said it Mm -hmm. so I say all of that to say we could be our own worst enemies sometimes we have you know things we don't like about ourselves that others may find beautiful so we that helps me also stay grounded is that my grandma always said it's gonna always be somebody prettier than you but make sure that at the end of the day you focus on the insides more than the outsides. So yes, I thank God, you know, that my grandma and my mama blessed me, but at the same time, I'm not the prettiest thing on earth, but I don't want to be. I want to be kind, loving, smart. I want to be somebody that, you know, when I leave this earth, people remember me for me being kind and loving or for the good things about me. I don't want somebody to be like, she was pretty, because there's a lot of pretty dumb or pretty baseless or pretty you know mean there's a lot of pretty mean girls there's a lot of you know people that you'll see them in one light and then that's a totally different person off camera so it's it's also you want to live in your truth and live in who you want to be I feel like I get up every day and I want to be a good person I like I don't do things to hurt people and it's not to say I've never done things. I mean, as a young woman, I've definitely made mistakes and had to live, own up to those mistakes and say, look, I'm not perfect. I messed up. But those all taught me who I want to be now. I want to be the type of person that I'm going to say what I mean and I'm going to mean what I say. Mm-hmm. So I'd, for me, self-love, it's a journey. You know, like I said, you don't wake up one day and just say, have have your life in order because it definitely starts with you and finding out the things that make you happy, finding things that you enjoy doing, finding out things that you love about yourself, you know, whatever. Um, I know growing up, I wasn't the most confident person. You know, I was a little on the chunky side and, you know, I've had- Girl, don't talk about- (laughs) (laughs) I was a size 13 all the way up to high school. So I don't know how I shed that weight or baby weight, whatever you want to call it, but I think it was after the baby. I don't know. (laughs) But like- um, you know, just being chunky and not feeling like I was cute like everybody else. Um, as I've gotten older, I definitely shedded the baby weight um, somewhere around like seventh grade. And I was all of, up until, you know, I entered the military, I was a 
I mean, since after high school, I think I gained like maybe five pounds, five to 10 pounds after high school. And then after I came to the military, I feel like the weight just keep going up, going up, going up. But, you know, I, you know, the standards of beauty have definitely changed. I feel growing up, if you wasn't skinny, you wasn't cute. And so now, like, because people like they women with a little bit more me, a little bit more curve, you know, it's made me more confident within myself. But, you know, it's definitely something that, you know, society said was cute before I realized I was cute. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, self-love for me has definitely been a journey because it's also not even just been about looks. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, a, a lot of us base our happiness based off of the, the, you know, what it is we're attracted to and whether we have those type of relationships in our lives. And sometimes, you know, when you don't necessarily have those things, those things, you question like, well, what is wrong with me? You know, I know I dated somebody who, ended up being with an Italian girl after we broke up. And it was just like, what what made her better than me? You know what I'm saying? What made her your type now? And you know what's so crazy to me? Some of these men don't have a type. Like, it... I think women say, oh, the girl he got with after me was, you know, worse or either better or whatever the case may be. Some men don't have a type. Like, and it's crazy because as women, we're like, what? You don't have a type? Because I like ugly, fine dudes. That's my type. Like, you can't be too fine. You can't be too ugly. Just like in that median. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, and that could be anybody. I just, you know, that's the preference. But I, I do, you know know that people don't have types and that makes it a little hard because you can't go from me to j-lo to you know somebody else and i'll be like okay like or go from me to you know just something that's completely opposite of me and it's just like so what did you like about me again mm. and then that's when i have to remind myself like look it doesn't matter what somebody else likes like I definitely feel you with the, you know, being younger and getting picked on. I was not the coolest kid in middle school and elementary school. So even now when them fine boys that was fine in elementary and middle school try to, you know, be in my DMs, I'd be like, what? Psych. I know you lied. But <laughs> it literally, you look back and I tell my son this all the time. These kids you go to school with now, don't worry about the people, okay? I don't care if you was the nerdiest most corniest whatever even though you know he's a cool kid i'm just saying <laughs> if you wasn't a cool kid and and even though you're a cool kid be cool with people that are not as cool as you because those kids can grow up to be rocket scientists and brain surgeons and doing something with their lives like them the kids you need to be trying to hang around because them the people that's going to grow up with family wealth generational wealth you know because they their mindset is different even at an early age mm-hmm I think that, um, you know, aligning yourself, like as a kid, aligning yourself with the the smart kids versus the cool kids, you know, I think it's definitely a way to go. But what I can say are the cool kids who I went to high school just so happened to be smart kids. And so, um, you know, they grew up and did, did and became some pretty awesome people. Um, but the smart ones, they definitely doing something super crazy that you kind of just like, 
okay, I see you. Like one of the guys, he was so smart. He, um, we went to high school together and a few years ago, he had posted a picture and he, he's like in California. He got all these just beautiful women around him. Ain't the cute. They be living lives. Yeah. Like real lives. Like, like lives that you see on TV. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I know it's for the money. But <laughs> your intelligence got you to where you are and, you know, has created this lifestyle for you that people don't necessarily you know, believe in like when you younger and you see when you think about being wealthy, you think about the rappers, the movie stars, the you know, the money. The you money. just think about the money, not how to make the money. Yeah, exactly. You don't necessarily think that chemistry is gonna get you wealthy, and chemistry is gonna have you in the same circles with them people. You don't think that math and being able to, you know, be able to tell stocks and how stocks are going to change and how the market is going to crash is going to really help you. So you don't focus on math. You just think if you can read, you're good. Mm-hmm. For sure. So I think we can both attest to saying that we didn't always have, have a high self, sense of confidence or self-esteem, but um, I, I know the, it's it's been a journey for both of us coming to, you know, the place we are now to be confident within ourselves to, you know, understand that everybody's standard of beauty is different. Um, because for me, now I have dated some not so attractive people. And I had an ex of mine be like, man, when you left me and you got with him, that really hurt me. And it was just like, yeah, he probably wasn't the most attractive, but guess what? He was a way better guy. He was a way better guy. He treated me well. Our personalities clicked. You know what I'm saying? And so... But girl, these ugly fine men these days be having egos, okay? Girl. I don't know who told them they was cute, but... And it don't even be cute. It be status or money or whatever the case may be. And it, it's like, okay, look. Your looks is not what's gonna get you through the door. I mean, it may your looks may get you through the door, but it's not gonna keep you in the room. So, I feel like even with females, they have to remember that you can be the prettiest thing, but if I when you open your mouth, there's nothing that comes out. It's just really at that point. What are we talking about? Like I don't. That's just like people say. I don't want to be. Um, how is it? I don't want to be famous. I want to be rich. That's me. I don't care. Even when I started my boutique, I started and I was like, I don't want people to know this is our boutique. We can still model for it, whatever, whatever. Then I changed that because I'm like, hey, what's wrong with people knowing that it's your boutique? And I was like, okay. It was just a mind frame of, I see people run businesses. People don't know the person behind the business and the business is very successful. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's, that's a lot of, you know, what people don't think about when they're thinking about a business. If that product sells itself, it don't matter what you look like. That's going to sell. And it takes a lot of brains, a lot of smarts, and a lot of time to make a business that somebody is going to want to buy into without knowing who you are. Because mm -hmm. I know, like, for me, when you talk about, you know, posting yourself on social media, it's one of those things where you kind of feel like you got to be made up every time you post a picture, you know, whatever. So like, I'm actually working with a publicist now and she like, you know, you need to be ready to go live a couple times a week, you know, face beat, you know, and I'm just like, bruh. 
really realistically does that? Like, who's sitting around their house with their face beat? Because I'm not going to lie. I put these lashes on for this podcast with baby. <laughs> when, when I'm not on this podcast, I don't have no lashes on these days. Like I said, I used to always have on mink lashes. I do mink lashes. So that's something that, like, you know, I I believe in. But at Most the same time. streams of income, guys. You heard yeah. She do mink lashes, too. <laughs> it's it's the thing of where when the pandemic hit and you couldn't get this stuff done, I can't do my own. So now it's like, you know what? I'm walking around the house. I was like, Oh, my real lashes are growing. They getting healthy. Okay. Cause I'm not going to lie. I had been wearing them for years, barely going with breaks, maybe twice out of three years. Did I have a break? And I know that that's not good. Cause that's just like with anything. If you do too much and you don't go with a break, it's tension breakage Mm -hmm. so seeing my lashes grow back i'm like oh i got a full lash line oh this is cute okay i could really put some mascara on and make it a little bit Mm -hmm. i'm just like at this point i'm just learning that beauty is what we make it not what we see there are a lot of women that they post every day and you're like dang she's beautiful she has no flaws she's perfect trust me everybody and I mean, everybody, even these Instagram models have insecurities. And that's what makes people post or do certain things because of their insecurities. It makes them feel good when people tell you you're beautiful. And that's what anybody, when somebody tells you, a stranger tells you you're beautiful, it's like an ego boost. Like, oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. Like, and then when you have multiple strangers telling you you're beautiful, some people live off of that. Yeah. And Instagram yep. definitely makes people money if we're being realistic. Yeah, for sure. That's why they took away, um, I think they took away allowing people to see like how many likes and stuff you got because uh, Instagram realized like how much people were, you know, making off of that. Very profitable business, definitely. Social media is very profitable these days. I can't even lie. As a business, social media, you post and these people really want to buy your products and you'd be astonished that you get like literally sales from places you don't know nobody yet like i don't know nobody in wisconsin but i get sales from wisconsin i'm like okay wisconsin what's up yeah for sure yeah because i'm like um you know and that's the main thing with this podcast is you know i feel like in order for me to get it out there i do need to do these things but you know just being lazy i'm like i don't wear makeup every day you know, I only wear makeup when I know I'm about to be out the house and I'm about to actually do something. So to actually spend time and do makeup, like I didn't got to beat down the 30 minutes because I'm just like, let me just do something real quick. But then that don't consist of no eyeshadow. No, it's just a basic face. <laughs> like, let me just do enough to look presentable on this camera. But sometimes it does make me upset that like, do I think I'm a beautiful person? Yes. But it's just like, why in order for me to grab your attention, do I need to be made up to do it? You know? And then I also believe that that comes with your audience. Because I know a lot of women on Instagram who don't wear makeup like that. These comedians, like Pretty V, she get on there barefaced, acting crazy, and people fall in love with it because it's her personality. Mm-hmm. So I think over time, the more you build your brand people are going to fall in love with the authentic you, not the you got to be made up all the time. They're going to love you without the makeup. Super, super get on there and she ain't got no makeup on. You know, she started off on Facebook with, you know, just herself. 
Mm-hmm. So now people accept that because they're like, you're beautiful. Like they, they love her for who she is, whether she's made up or not. Yeah. So I feel like that all goes into your brand. The more you build your brand, people are going to love the, the you, not the you when you're all made up, but the you when you're not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I know I definitely need to to do better on social media. I'd be like, bro, ain't nobody got time to be posting all day every day. But, you know, that's what it takes to, you know, get your brand out there or whatever. So it's definitely, um, you know, something I know I need to work on. Um, so can you say... It's, did anything specifically in your life happen that you that that you felt led you to becoming a a confident person a you know someone confident in themselves? I was married, mm-hmm. and we went through a lot <laughs> over the years and um I feel like when you're like in love with somebody and then you know certain things happen. Like infidelity, just, you know, certain things just happen. The comparisons start happening. The, oh, I don't feel confident anymore starts happening. And then when you're single and it's just you, you wake up. I'm not going to lie. When you're single and you walk outside, you can go to the grocery store and a man will be like, you fine. Yeah. It's just a different type of feeling when you're single. When you're single, you learn to appreciate yourself. Like, I was single and I learned what I actually like to do. I love to read. I know I've, I've loved to read over the years. I love, you know, I didn't even know I like bike riding until recently. I like bike riding. I like, I know I've always liked hiking. Um, Hawaii helped bring that out in me as well. So it's just finding things that you like doing. Traveling is my thing. I love traveling. Like, I would literally get up and go. That's mm-hmm. something that I've learned over the last few years that I enjoy doing. Traveling clears my mind. I get on a plane and I just feel... I don't know. It's just calm. Like, and then when you get somewhere and you know, you ain't got to work, you don't have to do anything. You can focus on yourself. Just live your life. Mm-hmm. Like when you go on vacation, vacation is so relaxing because you don't have anybody to answer to. You don't have anybody ask you, you know, anything. You just go. Yeah. Whatever you wake up and decide to do that next morning, whatever excursion, whatever adventure, whatever you want to do, that's what you're going to do. Exactly. Um, so I just learned what I like. And I think that's what helped build, you know, my confidence up is finding out what I want for myself and what I like about Ariel. Mm-hmm. I definitely, I, I can definitely say like being married and getting divorced and uh, being single is definitely, it definitely made me confident. Cause I feel like when I met my ex-husband, I was in a really bad mental space. And so like, of course, getting that divorce put things in perspective like you know I really need to figure out like what it is I like to do outside of this person because girl when you marry you talk to this person all day every day you with this person dang there all day every day like marriage makes you feel like you in a jail sometimes if you don't have your own life outside of that marriage Mm -hmm. like literally you will be like you want to go with your friends and your husband, like, when you come home, what you doing? Guys, let me out. And then you have to realize, like, you can't even be mad because you you with this person all the time. So, yeah, they're going to miss you when you're gone because he ain't got no friends. You ain't got no friends. And I also learned that I would never do that again in a relationship. I would never be with somebody who does not have a life outside of our marriage. Like, you need mm-hmm. to have other things going on more than just us, like our family. Like, you need a healthy life all together. Mm-hmm. 
it, it definitely take balance to um for both of y'all to have a life outside of each other and still be able to come together and you know make it work so um I remember like going to church and they'd be like, you know, being single is the best time of your life. And at the time, like being single and I was pressed to be in a relationship, I'm like, y'all only saying this because y'all married. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit is not true. <laughs> single life sucks. <laughs> you know? Girl, let me tell you something. When you single and you finally accept being single, single life do rock. Like you yes. gotta think about it. When you could tell them... Person, where to go and how to go, and you ain't got to worry about nothing because you pay your own bills and you live your own life. Fact. That's an invigorating feeling. Like, I don't be in a rush to get into another. I ain't gonna lie, I got entanglement, but I ain't in a rush to be in in a relationship. <laughs> I think I think we all got some entanglements going on. You know, you know, the overall got thing is being single. <laughs> Yeah, you know, people got their person. You got your person that yeah. you love, and your your past entanglements, your recent entanglements, whatever you got going on. I love that new entanglement word. I really do. I just feel like it's in a dictionary already. But I feel hey, like it is. I really feel like it is. The ghetto dictionary is in one of them. <laughs> I'm about to look that up. It, it, it's gonna. It's in the. It's in the dictionary. Mm-hmm. But no, I feel like that's a lot of people. A lot of people were able to, what do you say when you're saying like, oh, I, you know, we both, it's a word, it's on the top of my, it's on the tip of my tongue. Ooh. Oh, entanglement right. is in the dictionary. I figured it was. I just figured we didn't know about it yet. But a lot of people were able to, it's a word when you're like, um, dang it, what am I trying to think of the word? Anyway, a lot of people were able to, to feel what they were saying with entanglement because a lot of people got entanglement. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a lot of entangling going on in this world. And um, I think people really need to think about the situations that they put themselves in and is it beneficial for you? Jada went into this situation knowing, you know, what she wanted out of it. She wanted to be happy. She wanted to feel something. She wanted to feel good. But people also are not verbal. Now, I'm not going to say Jada wasn't, but in regular life, people are not verbal about what they want. They mm-hmm. they start entanglements with people and they know what they in it for. Oh, I'm just, I just need a quick whatever, whatever. And this person falling in love and then that's where you get the issues. Because it's like, if we all real about what we want, then it wouldn't be an entanglement. It'd be two people being grown. You know what I was, what I was looking for. So you can't expect anything else. Facts facts but yeah I, I will definitely say for y'all that's out there single and y'all feel like you know you just need to be in a relationship or you need that validation from another individual right. like don't do it like I'm telling you enjoy your single time enjoy your friends like this is the time you not only get to know yourself better but you lean into your friends you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, fr- like y'all, y'all probably can't have a kiki session about how dudes ain't shit or, you know, whatever. But at the same time, enjoy that time. Because when you're in a relationship, even if you do have a happy balance, you ain't going to be able to just get up and go kick it with your girls like you normally would if you were single. 
You know what I'm saying? But don't drop your friends when you get in a relationship. I, that's what we just said. We said have a healthy, healthy outside life as well as inside life because I feel like that's important too. Don't use those friends when you're going through your healing stage when you're single and then forget about those friends. That's why it's also important to build with lifelong friends, people who understand you when you're sick, understand you when you hurt, understand you when you're up. You know what I'm saying? Like, every, my, I used to always hear people say, oh, you got your going out friends and you got your real friends. No, make your real friends your everyday all the time friends because even if I got one friend that's not, a, she don't like to go out because she always sleeping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still have my other real friend that's gonna go out with me, but that doesn't mean this one is any less real. It just means that this isn't her preference, right? And I, I respect it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I just feel like you also grow with your friends. Like all my friends at this point, when we out of town. Yeah, we know we about to pop out. We going to the club, whatever, whatever. When we at home, we be chilling, yeah. ugly and chilling. Like in the house, you know. Even when we do our girls' nights, whatever, whatever, we're chilling. Like we not. The club is cool. We, and then I like Sunday brunch days, you know? Sometimes that's cute, too. Mm-hmm. Right now with COVID, it's kind of a little, you know, up and down. But on a regular, I feel like all my friends at this point, we're on the same friendship level. Like, whether they're married, whether they're not, whether they want a man, whether they don't, whether they got 10 men, whatever the case may be, we all can still get together and we still have so much, you know, that we enjoy doing with each other. We may not be have everything in common like I don't have just so much in common with everybody but what we do have in common is like the stuff that I care about mm-hmm. your morals your loyalty your values stuff like that like yep. whether you like going out or not that's that's here nor there mm-hmm. and everybody ain't got to be your friend you can have home girls people forgot about that just throw the friend word just my home girl you feel yeah. me like home girl might like to do stuff that I like to do but she just you know ain't where I need her to be right now so we growing and we learning. And right. that's how friendships start. You have to vet people and feel like, I right, this is my type of person or it's not my type of person. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's like when it comes to ego boost, whatever you attracted to, whether that be men, women, whatever your preference is, those are not the only people that give you ego boost. You know what I'm saying? Like your friends should be boosting you up. You know what I'm saying? Just like you should be boosting your friends up. So. If I'm kicking it with my girls and I'm like, girl, I done put on about 10 pounds. I'm not feeling my best. And they be like, girl, them 10 pounds look good. But if you really want to do something about it, let's work out. That's what I was about to say. Your friends need to be honest with you, too, because I done told my friends, if I get big or I start to gain weight and you don't say nothing and you just like, oh, girl, you fine. You're a hater. (laughs) (laughs) You better tell me I'm gaining weight. Because sometimes we we get happy weight or we get comfortable and we don't be looking at ourselves the same because you will have a man telling you how fine you is. So you just think you everything on the sun. No. Hey, girl, I love you. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You gain a little bit of weight, you know. You want to go work out because I'm gaining a little weight too, you know, or whatever the case. It's always a way to say things to not hurt people. Exactly. And I never my friends say that is constructive criticism as hurtful because I know they're not mean people. Like I know you're not trying to be mean, and it may come off sometimes as stern or you know, mm-hmm. ooh, that that was kind of like yeah. had to catch it. But I know they mean well. I know they just trying mm-hmm. to check me. I'm not doing for myself. Mm-hmm. Or like, I know I have friends who, uh, you know, be like, I'm on a diet, girl. I've been in the gym, you know, whatever. And when they post pictures, it'd be like, girl, I see you putting in that work. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, that's me boosting my friend up, letting her know, like, what you doing is working, keep it up. You know what I'm saying? So you don't always have to look to your spouse or significant other for that boost it, you know, boost the confidence. It could be your family, your friends, what whoever it is you surround yourself with should be able to give you that ego boost and vice versa. Um and so I I will definitely say what led me to my confidence, not only like going through a divorce and have to rediscover who I was, like I said, it was my friends that were there for me to help me get through it. And um like air are you know la la whatever and how she stayed yeah. on the grind, she stays selling something. You know what I'm saying? And I I literally feel like she is who encouraged me to do this podcast because it's just like, okay, I see her doing all these um and she's a really she's a bossy chick. She, you know, got businesses and I feel like Lala is also very um positive. She very goal oriented with her career as well as with her business. I mean, I feel like even from 2014 to now, I think she's just a very good person. Like from just me knowing her since Hawaii, it's always been positivity. I see her on Facebook uplifting other women. So I can really say that about her. Yeah. So, um, you know, I know you got stuff to do. Is it like any final words that you have that you want to say? I would just say self-love begins with us. It begins with you. Don't don't let somebody else, you know, hyping you, keep you from believing that you're beautiful. Even if you walk outside and nobody tells you you're beautiful, you keep telling yourself until you believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would just say, you know, a part of finding self-love, maybe you need to put like little affirmation words, you know, on your vanity, on your mirror, in your bathroom, the you know, help, help get your day started, you know, do that. Like it's, it's a journey and figuring out who you are and how you love yourself. And that's just, you, not only do you have to, not only do you need outside validation, but you have to believe that within yourself and maybe starting a daily mantra, your affirmations, you know, saying you beautiful, you love yourself is how you get that going. Um, and that is going to wrap it up for this week's episode of Kiki and with Coco. Ari, you want to let them know where they can find you at on social media and for your boutique? Um, yes, you can follow me at, at Ari Chrysalin on Instagram. It's A-R-I-C-H-R-I-S-L-Y-N. And again, you can find my boutique, which is I'm wearing this shirt that I'm actually launching this week for my boutique at Her Fashion Co. H-E-R-F-A-S-H-Y-N-C-O. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on the show. I really do appreciate it. Um, You know, we definitely have to do this again. I think I'm about to go on your website and look up some stuff anyway because I need to do a photo shoot soon. So, I just want to thank you for having me. Um, uplifting women is not just, you know, when we're under each other's posts, but even, you know, you thinking of me to be in your podcast, I really appreciate it. And again, stay consistent, stick with it, because before you know it, you're going to be on bigger than the shade room. Okay. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> But thank you, girl. I appreciate you coming on. And I'm not going to keep you any longer. So I know you got stuff to do. 
Well, thank you, boo. All Bye. right. Bye. So, of course, y'all can go ahead and, you know, follow me, tell a friend, um, you know, tell a friend about the show, Kikian with Coco. You can go to my website, Kikian with Coco podcast.com. You know, I launched my t-shirts. I'm black 25, eight. And what that means is, you know, we black every day of our lives and, you know, just take pride in being black, you know, regardless of how society feels about black lives matter, you know, it's us standing up for us and taking pride in being black, you know, for the men who think, you know, other than black women are exotic, that's your preference. You know what I'm saying? But there are plenty of black women who are beautiful, exotic looking. Africa is made up of many countries and all of them look different, you know? So standards of beauty are not just what's in the media. You know what I'm saying? Like black is beautiful, 25, eight. So go ahead, cop you a shirt. I will be actually mailing them out because I know they were on pre-order. I will be mailing them out next week. So be waiting on your confirmation email. You know, you already got your confirmation, but your delivery email once, um, you know, this week when I get ready to mail them out. Um, follow me on Instagram at KikiInWithCoco. Instagram, Twitter, and I do have a Facebook page dedicated to Kikin with Coco. So go ahead and check that out. You know, as I mentioned, tell a friend, like, comment, view, subscribe, all of the above. You can find me on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube. So go ahead, check that out. If you need some cute, stuff to wear check out Ari's website her fashion co her fashion co and you know that is going to wrap it up for this week's episode as always I appreciate you guys for tuning in and see you guys next week bye